Hello, and welcome to the Astro Coaching Podcast. This is your host, Amber Brown, and I'm so glad that you are here to listen to this message. We talk everything about empowerment here using two of my favorite resources, astrology and coaching, and we dive into many other topics of different avenues and vehicles available to support our own healing, growth, and freedom. Thank you again for being here, and I hope you really love this episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I really felt called to share about a big transition that I'm going through in my life that I haven't spoken about publicly yet. But um, yeah, this transition has been going on for uh, almost a month. And it's I feel like this perspective that I that I want to share about is different than other perspectives that I've heard from other people going through this transition. And that is about making the decision to leave a good guy, <clears throat> which is what has happened <laughs> for me. I've been married for um, five, five, five years. We've, we got married in 2017, so... Yeah, five, almost six, almost six years we've been married and uh, I've been to, we've been together for like nine, yeah, I would say. And um, I made the decision to leave the marriage about a month ago. And you know what? It's been going pretty well. I would say for the majority of the time we've been getting along and are still co-parenting well we're still living together for now until um i find a new place to live but yeah um i think what made this decision extra tough for me was the the lack of evidence on the external <clears throat> in supporting my decision to leave because Nick is a really good guy. He's a really good guy. He's a great dad. He's a great partner. He's so committed, so willing. And I, you know, I, I I wouldn't say that we've always had a healthy relationship, even though I wouldn't know if I would call it quote unquote healthy, but we definitely began our relationship in a really tough place and it was stayed in a tough place for a really long time but we're both very committed driven probably borderline stubborn people (laughs) and we really 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 wanted this marriage to work and so we literally gave it our all and fought like tooth and nail to get to a healthy place and So I feel like that is what makes decisions like this really tough when there's not anything wrong, really. You know, when there's not, um, there's no abuse, there's no, like, there wasn't a lot of fighting. Um, You know, it wasn't like he was, there wasn't really any, like, big things that were wrong, which is what made this so tough. And I'll tell you why I made this decision. It was because I, I wanted more. I want more. And that, and so I feel like, you know, and this is such a pattern that I see 
<clears throat> with clients that I work in with, in coaching, which is why I decided to bring this topic up today, is because I feel like this decision so beautifully mirrors the change that I see people go through in a coaching process, which is around, which is when they, when they, you know, usually people are coming to coaching or, you know, really like things have changed. They want to leave something that they don't want. They're like, they're leaving something that's uncomfortable or leaving something that's quote unquote bad. But then I really see, I start to see a, a shift in them when they, start to move towards something that they want, which is what I so value and love about the coaching perspective is how, what is it that I want and how can I start to move towards that and create that so that I can feel X, Y, Z that I'm wanting to feel in this thing that I want to move towards. Really, that's what it comes down to is like, we are wanting change because of the way it's going to make us feel, or it's going to bring X, Y, Z into my life. That's going to make me feel these things. And so that is why I made this decision because I have been creating my life in a way where I want to feel X, Y, Z. I want to feel fulfillment. I want to feel depth. I want to feel intimacy. I want to feel love. I want to feel support. I want to feel vulnerability and attunement and, you know, loving sexual expression, all these things and I, and I have been moving towards that a little self-disclosure, a little bit about my story is that, uh, I'm in, I'm in recovery, which I know many, I, I've shared many times before, but what I haven't shared about much is that I'm in, um, a 12 step program for relationships, which I started in the very beginning of 2020. And since then I've really been diving into this piece around intimacy and how can I create intimacy that's really safe and secure and nourishing and it's been really challenging actually because I've been learning about these relationships that are not harboring that or you know I've been becoming more aware of people who who are in my life who are not available for that level of intimacy that I'm committed to creating so I've lost a lot of friends you know I lost my best girlfriend <clears throat> who's my best best friend back in 2020. And, uh, she was my, you know, we had been friends for seven or eight, maybe plus years. And I feel like that was why we weren't really in the same, I mean, there was a lot of layers to it, but we weren't in the same space around the type of intimacy that we wanted to create. And, you know, I've lost, I've lost other girlfriends and, you know, I don't have, Anyways, I, you know, my marriage, I feel like we both were wanting to create this new level of intimacy and there's, you know, there's a lot of layers and there's a lot of deprogramming and a lot of peeling away and unraveling things from our past to have us show up in a way where we're available for that type of intimacy. And I, what I've come to learn is that it takes both parties to really deeply do that work, to be available for that. And that's where we got stuck is where we, I don't feel like we were on the same page as far as our commitment in that way. And no, no, no blame, no judgment at all for either of us. I mean, we're human and we're imperfect people, (laughs) uh, all as we all are. And, 
and and that is what I've that is what I'm have realized that I'm less so moving away from something that I don't want and more so moving towards something that I do want. And that's why I really want to speak to this and share my story around this because it is really fucking hard (laughs) to leave something that really isn't that bad, especially when there's children involved and we have, we're, we're, we're married and we have a house and credit cards and, car payment loans, like, I mean, you know, in, in each other's, everything is all mixed together, you know, in our, in each other's names. And, and there's, there's a lot at stake here. There's a lot of investment here that gets to be unraveled. And I know from being a product of divorced parents that this type of dynamic, unless something at the really foundational core of it can change, does not really, it does not lead anywhere good. And that is, you know, if I'm, you know, that is, that is something that I really have in mind that I'm, why I'm so committed to creating these things that I want. Um, And, you know, because I have two daughters, I'm really committed to share, showing them a way of being in relationship that is so possible and loving and all these things that I said that I want to experience, like it is up to me to show, be that example for my daughters to show them that what is possible, because I know that the older they get and the more that they realize, the more that they see the nature of my, of my marriage, that that, that is what I'm teaching them just, just by me being in this marriage is teaching them how they are going to be in relationships. And if this whatever relationship I'm in, if it's not aligned with what, how I want to be in the world, then I'm, I'm teaching them to, to create a relationship that is not aligned for them or that doesn't feed, it doesn't meet their needs and doesn't, it's going to be less than what they deserve. So anyways, that's why I have to speak to this. That's why I feel called to speak to this. I know that there's a lot of divorce in the world and it's so sad. It is so it is heartbreaking to to see the amount of <clears throat> loss in the world and brokenness and you know i i hope that this is a phase of our society that this is a lot of our own co- consequences of our own programming i hope to god that that is the case for us as a society so that we can really be intentional when we decide to marry people and we decide to have children with people so that, so that we can create healthier family dynamics. And I know that this process of divorce is a necessary part of that process to really create healthier family dynamics. It's like, it is, it's, it's, it's very Plut, Plut, Plutonian, Plutarian, Pluto, it's very Pluto like, (laughs) to go through a divorce to create a healthy family dynamic. Um, so anyways, I, I wish my parents had gotten divorced younger. I mean, my, I won't share specifics about it here because it's not my story to tell, but I will say that my parents' divorce was very traumatic for everybody involved. And there were a lot of 
pieces of it that I feel like could have been avoided if it had happened sooner because I think it was inevitable. It was inevitable in my opinion that my parents were going to get divorced and I so wish that it had happened a long time before. It did. Um, now granted, I, I trust, I'm, I'm glad it happened when it did because there was so much good that came out of it. And I'm redirecting, you know, I'm breaking some generational cycles right now by making this decision. So yeah, I wanted to share this to be open and transparent and vulnerable. I know that the stories we tell hold a lot of power. They hold their, their big opportunities for connection with each other. And also, you know, to, to be an example for anybody else who is maybe in a similar boat as me and to, to share, you know, what has, what is working and maybe things that aren't working. Um, so yeah, my intention for this, for this episode is really to, to, to spread a message of of empowerment and how we can step into our own power in a deeper way, which, which is this seed of moving towards something that we want, something that we want to experience that we want to create instead of moving away from something that we don't. Now, now if we are moving away from something that we don't want, that's not bad. I'm not labeling that as wrong at all. I think that that's an absolutely necessary part of the process. I think what I'm trying to communicate here is that when we start to embody and we start to step into moving towards these things that we do want to experience, it's, it's, it's our way of taking our power back. It's a way of building my own self-esteem. And that's what I want you to hear today is how you can be more fully in your creativity, your creative power, your, 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 your inner source of creating a life of, of these things that you want to experience by moving towards these things that you want. And if that's not something that you have any awareness around, you know, a, a suggestion that I have to offer you is to create a vision. I feel like it's such a simple activity, but it's something that is so potent and powerful in moving towards what we want. If we, if we don't know what we want, there's no way we can move towards it. So having, having a vision, I mean, there's so many ways to do this, like having a vision board, creating a Pinterest board, you know, even like writing it out. I mean, I I use my magic vibe planner every month to come back to my vision and, you know, on a new moon is a great way to great plate, great time to do that because it's, it's wiping the slate clean. The energy will be growing. So I encourage you, you know, whatever, if, even if it's not, it doesn't matter. The timing doesn't have to be on a full, on a new moon, but any which way that calls to you, whether you want to write, write it out as, as a, like, as if it were a story, or if you want to, um, you know, write down like a day, five years in your life from now, or 10 years in your life from now, where do you want to be? You know, what do you want your life to look like? What kind of clothes do you want to be wearing? What what, how do you, what does your morning look like? What does your day look like? What kind of people are you around? How are you thinking and feeling? How are you moving through your life? And, you know, write it down because it's, that gives us powerful insight into what our soul and what our, 
what our intuition is speaking to us. And putting it out into the world is a really powerful ritual in calling it in and bringing it forth and making it real. You know, when we put it into the world, whether it's by writing it down or drawing it or creating it somehow, we're making it real. So I encourage you to sit with that and come back to it often. You know, monthly is a great time or quarterly is a great time on the solstices or or on the new year. A lot of people do this kind of stuff on the new year. Whatever time frame feels best to you, I encourage you to come back to this as often as you can as you want to. So... Anyways, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to me and seeing me and hearing my story. <laughs> if you want to know more about me, you can find me on any of the social media channels at Amber Brown Short or my website, which is amberbrownshort.com. And I love you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I wish you the best. <laughs>